Hello, my name is Mia Rice. I am a senior at Vandergriff High School, and I have been a youth leader for a little over four years. I became a youth leader to help the middle schoolers and to help the people that we go on for mission trips in their communities, and I just want love and peace everywhere I go, and I truly love every single moment of it. I believe that my true calling was for the middle schoolers and help them through their middle school times because we all know how difficult middle school can be and finding ourselves and even finding our journey through God. And I truly believe all the middle schoolers that I have seen and helped have truly found their way and I'm so proud of them. Through these four years, I have been through so many different mission trips, but the one that I truly believe that I got to impact others and others impacted me was on the trip of El Salvador. For that trip, I was also a photographer, so I got to capture the littlest moments and capture the hard times and even capture the moments that some people don't even believe are special. But I believe that God asked me to be a photographer, to capture those little things and share them with you guys and share the, share the things that we normally don't even see. I believe I was impacted by two things, the children at the Shalom home and the community. Their community is so amazing. They believe in so many in God and so much, even though they've been through so much, so many different things that even adults can't say they've been through. And it's amazing that they have the strong belief and they pray and smile and have the light of God every single day. And it's just amazing because even some of us can't say that we do that. And they have a whole past that some most of us in the world can't even say we do and so this picture is a picture of a woman who is trying to cook dinner for her three sons and her house is built by metal and mud and that's it and i believe that this picture really speaks for itself because we don't have to deal with trying to build our home when it's pouring down rain or even try to sneak out for food we have that all provided for us and i wanted to take this picture because not a lot of people get to see this reality for them we only get to see it through movies or books or even not even that so i love to take that picture and it was just um, something that truly impacted me Another thing um, was the tasks that we got to do. We got to decorate the pool and paint the fences. And it's just the littlest tasks, but yet it still made the kids' home come all together. So in this picture, the guys are trying to take out this big uh, bamboo root. It took them forever because it was huge. But yet I believe that they all came together as a team and they truly helped each other in every single way and it was just amazing because they were all excited hugging each other and it was just a great time for all of us even for girls and we were just watching them do it the whole time <laughs> and then for the girls we were painting the pool and trying to scrape off all the bugs and just looking at the pool from then to now 
was just amazing because we get to say that we did that. And we got to make the children's pool a little more special. So by doing these littlest tasks, I believe that we impacted them to be feel like they're more loved and cherished and just knowing that we are there because so many different communities come and help them but and that's what that's what one of these little girls told me and they're like what makes you so different and I was shocked by that because I didn't even know what to say and I said we're here to not just help your home be more beautiful but help you believe in yourself and believe in God and just be here for you to help you and it was just an incredible thing because she was only 10 years old and she was already asking the hardest questions so from the first day to the 10th day it was an incredible journey and we I feel like we as a Bethany community were impacted by the Shalom home from that first day to the 10th day. And I believe those kids were impacted by us from the first day to the 10th day. And you can tell in these pictures that we were all so sad to go, not just because we had to go home, <laughs> but just because we were going to miss them. And it was not until next year that we'd be able to see them again. Because of this journey, I have determined my future for college and it is to be a, a interior designer or interior architect and that's to help orphanages. And it's just because of this trip. And I feel like this trip truly impacted me to show my art skills and show the the nature, the nurture and the caring that I have for children of all ages. And I really just want to show that to them and have them feel loved and cherished even through their past that they have. I have a quote. It is from Acts 20 verse 35. It says, In all things I have shown you that by working hard is this way we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus. How he himself, it, it is more blessed to be given than received. I just want to say, remember the littlest things are the ones that help. Thank you. Hi, I'm Anthony Brock and I'm a senior at Westlake High School. I've been a leader for four years at Beth United Methodist. Uh, and through those four years, I've had a lot of people impact me. And um, I felt like I've been able to impact others. Um through my time here. Um, overall, I love being a leader so much. Uh, I love being able to help the kids on their faith journeys. Uh, I love making church super fun for them so that they keep wanting to come back every time. Uh, and I love being able to impact them uh, in the one-on-one -on -one situation and being able to impact uh, their journey as um, men and women of Christ. So, um, just a few people I'm going to shout out for impacting me who have really like transformed my experience here at Bethany was Nick Whitworth. Um, Nick actually helps uh, not only with Sunday morning worship, but helps us uh, during Sunday afternoon with worship as well. Um, 
through this, uh, he encourages us. Uh, he constantly pushes us to be better uh, performers. But not only that, he pushes us to also be conduits instead of uh, feeling like we're in a stage above other people, more of we are with uh, the crowd worshiping uh, and that everyone's just enhancing each other's uh, worship experience. Um, another person who has impacted me a whole bunch is Chris Sloan, one of the uh, interns here at uh, Bethany, who uh, was an intern when I was in middle school from sixth to eighth grade. Um, Chris helped, uh, at least me, gain a lot of my confidence as a Christian. Uh, but not only that, he helped me um, learn just uh, how to better myself from day to day. He constantly encouraged us, much like Nick did. Uh, he made Bible study so fun. Uh, he would do little uh, games of um, little scavenger hunts for us, uh, surrounding the story of Christ all the way. Uh, instead of us actually having to read the text, he would incorporate the text into these games and into these uh, activities so that we could get through the whole Bible without feeling like we were just sitting in a room and reading the same thing over and over again. Um, overall, uh, how I felt I've impacted people at Bethany, uh, I feel like I've impacted people mainly through my musical uh, contributions. Uh, so being a conduit for worship for me is a big one of those, like I was talking about earlier. Um, being able to see the smiles on people's faces when I'm worshiping or playing the guitar or singing is just amazing. Being able to see that what God does through not only me, but our other bandmates as well, um, where he's just constantly uh, helping us make worship better for everyone. Uh, a time that I saw this super prevalent was during uh, my choir tour um, sixth grade. Um, during choir tour, um, one of the big things that uh, we did uh, was we do a tour during the summer where we go around and we mainly sing to elderly people uh, and really anyone will who will hear. Uh, but a lot of these people are elderly, lonely. Um, a lot of them don't get a lot of visitors sometimes. Uh, so when we come, they're always so excited but uh, we had a super special performance uh, for our last one on that tour, which was uh, the homeless men's shelter. Uh, we performed for 500 homeless men who were coming off the streets and uh, just seeing how we could impact them, people we didn't even know was amazing. Uh, these people were standing up on their chairs and singing along with us and uh, raising their Bibles in the air and their crosses. Um, it was just an amazing heartfelt experience that I, I can't explain with words. You just have to be there. Um, overall, I feel like there have been many people who have impacted me here at Bethany. Uh, and I just want to thank everyone out in the crowd um, or everyone who's watching um, for just impacting me uh from day to day. You might not realize that you've done it, but for me, anything as small as a smile really helps. Uh, I just want to thank y'all for constantly supporting us uh, through our mission here in the youth group. Uh, and um, I just want to thank y'all for listening. Bye. Hello, 
Hello, my name is Greta Mock and I am a sophomore at Westwood High School. This year, our theme is impact and how little actions to us can leave a big impact on other people. So my first example of impact is through mission trips. Our youth group goes up to the Cumberland Mountains every single year um, to surf. And last year was my second year and I was so excited uh, to get to work, but I did not know what to expect at all. Last year, I came into every single work project with the mentality to get the work done. I was there to be a hard worker and show the family that I was there to do any of the miscellaneous tasks that they needed. Uh, I wanted to make sure that before I left, they knew that anything, that my, their wish was my command. Um, I was also the youngest in my group, so I felt like I had something to prove. I was the smallest, uh, least experienced, so I wanted to prove to my other teammates that I was in it to win it. So our two-day project was a 35-foot porch ramp with three switchbacks, which, yes, I'm very proud that we finished it. Um, this project took a lot of time, a lot of hard work, not only building but cutting, digging, measuring, and so much more. Um, we worked for a lovely, lovely couple by the names of Tammy and Saul, and they lived on Disneyland Lane. Yes, Disneyland Lane in Tennessee. Um, they lived in a small house, no electricity, no running water, a ton of chickens, and Mountaintop has been helping them for years. I think they have eight Mountaintop sheds now, and we're about to get a new porch ramp, which is so exciting. Um, Tammy has been in and out of the hospital a lot and was worried while we were there that she was going to have a relapse on her cancer and Saul cannot get out of the house and not walk which is why we were giving him a porch ramp so he could not have to sit on the porch for all that time. So Tammy gave me the nickname of Ninja which I was very confused about at first but then she explained to me that it was because I wasn't afraid to do any of the weird tasks that she asked and I was always so excited to hammer. I know that whenever I was there I was right in front of her getting to talk to her the entire time and that was just so cool for me just because I was getting the work done but I was also feeling that need of uh, being very very social. So, I was always the person excited to hammer the nails, measure, cut boards, dig a post hole, or even do the necessary math needed. And obviously, being the youngest, least experienced in math, I was very surprised that it was me that they would ask. Um, so something that I didn't realize until afterwards was just me being there made a huge impact for her. She told me through the letters that we now send to each other, um, back and forth, back and forth. Um, she told me that it was because it took her mind off of what was happening in the outside world. And she just got to talk to me and I made her smile and made her day. So that's a really cool impact that I got to have on her. Then the very next day we went to a grandmother's house and she had three, three of her grandchildren with her. Um, we were told to clear out a forest looking space in her backyard and it was next to this river, which we all thought was a river, but she was very biased on that. We called it a moat. So it was, it's a moat. And she, all she wanted was to be able to sit on her porch and see the sunset. Um, just because she hadn't been able to do that before. So I, once again, was very hard, was working very hard working as hard as possible and ended up being the last one working until lunch. At one point, nobody even knew where I was because I was so caught up in the brush and so far into it, just working as hard as I could to get done what she wanted. Um, during lunch, the kids finally ended up coming out after we asked a billion times to get them out there. Um, and we talked to them and all we thought we were doing was giving them somebody else to play with. So it wasn't just them three. Um, 
And at the end of the day, the lady asked for me to call my mom. And I was very, very confused. Why did I need to call my mom? I wasn't hurt. I don't think I had done anything wrong. But after a lot of convincing, I ended up giving her the phone with my mom on it. And she asked if she could keep me. And I was very perplexed, but she explained that she said she would feed me, she would take me to school, she would do all the things that I needed. She told my mom that I was the first one to ever get the kids out of the house. The first one to play with them while also doing the most work. She even said that one time she was so nervous I wouldn't even come out because I was doing something so dangerous, but she was so pleased with the result. This, again, showed me that working was not the most important part. It was creating that social impact. And something that was so little to me of just talking to the kids was so important to her. I made an impact not only on her yard, but on her kids and her too. So a second example of impact is not as wide scale, but something that everybody can even do. So another impact that was very unexpected came with this coronavirus, which yes, impacts coronavirus, you know. Um, a lot of us are struggling with how, youth especially, um, during this time of unknown in our lives are just being thrown into this path of we don't get to see each other, we don't get to have our MYF, we don't get to have homework and hangout. So I run the Bethany Instagram and to me before this it really wasn't a big deal. All I did was post on the stories reminders of fun things we were doing or just post on it weekly. Um, but things have changed during this pandemic. Um, I, it's not only created a community, but it's sustained relationships between some of the youth. Um, the Instagram has grown and it's become a place where people can share their prayers and concerns, their highs and their lows, and even more. As a part of the leadership team, I am also recording and sending videos into our YouTube channel, which is probably kind of what you're watching this on right now and you're getting updates and and we're staying connected um i ran the hurdles one week i filmed my brother dunking on my dad and challenges of silly human tricks and all different stuff with prizes included and i am so glad to be a part of something so much bigger than i am we're all figuring out as a church as we go and we're i am so glad that i get to just have an impact or even help people stay connected so that's how little actions to me have created a big impact. Bye! Hello, my name is John Mock and I am a senior at Westwood High School. For my little message today, it is about impact and how everybody is able to make one. Regardless if you are rich or poor, strong or weak, everybody is capable of making an impact. Sometimes it may be hard to believe or see the impact that is being made, but it is still there. And before we get into my little example, I'd like to look over some scripture that truly encaptures what my message is going to be about. In Matthew 13, 31 through 32, it states, He told them a parable, which was Jesus. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch on its branches. So just keep that in mind as I go in and talk about my little example that I experienced in El Salvador. Okay, so two years ago, I got the blessing to go down to El Salvador on a mission trip. 
It was the first time I was leaving the country without my parents, which was a very big deal for me back then. And I was super excited to have the opportunity to do mission work for those who are a little bit less fortunate than I was. And when we first got there, we put down our bags in our rooms and stuff. And then we had dinner with the children at the Shalom home. And I got to sit right next to Julio and Victor. And these two kids turned out to be my boys throughout the trip. I loved them so much. They were so fun and we did everything and it was great. And so initially we started talking and through my really bad, barely understandable Spanish, we were able to start to understand each other. And these kids were just so filled with joy and it was just wonderful to see. We got to eat lunch together, eat dinner together, play soccer, play basketball, worship, and do many other things. Okay, and then back to our mission team. And we had a wonderful impact on the Shalom home. You can see this through the relationships we built and the hope that we were able to bring them. And this is also seen through the materialistic, physical things that we did. We were able to clean out and repaint the pool and the rails in the Shalom home. We were able to make some skits for the kids and other families at the Oasis. And no, it's not the Oasis on Lake Travis. It is this steel structure building thing where a bunch of families come and we get to do a little biblical skit for them. And then we also took out bamboo. I still have my bamboo from the trip and it's in perfect condition still. It's been two years. Bamboo is so hard to take out. It took us so long just to get a very little amount. So just remember, don't plant bamboo unless you want it there forever. Because it will stay there forever. Okay, so that was the impact that we were able to give the Shalom home. But this is our, uh, the impact that they gave us was equally as strong. We were able to see how much like impoverished places and unpleasant things that were happening on our journey. But the craziest thing is throughout everything, everybody there was filled with so much joy and passion. A few examples would include a child who was named Michael was deaf and somehow was one of the happiest kids that I've ever seen. And a blind kid was able to be phenomenal at soccer and many other things. The boys that I connected with most, Julio and Victoria, gave me so much joy and I was ready to go home and try to live a better life for them. Now back to my verse, the parable of the mustard seed. The kids and the people we interacted with may seem small, like mustard seeds, but they were like able to have such a strong impact on us, regardless of how seemingly small they were going to be. They allowed our faith to grow and flourish. And it just made me personally so much more appreciative of what I've had now. It made me have a more positive mindset going into difficult or different situations. It filled me with the joy of the Lord and made me more prepared to go and serve others. It also gave me a wonderful perspective of everything in the world and it just makes me want to do better in everything that i do now thank you so much for being here today and i hope you all are staying safe and hopeful through this time remember that this time is just temporary and we will call as a congregation again uh during this time it may be hard to find out how you are making a difference or an impact but by staying in home and social distancing we are able to have a huge impact to fight off this virus 
my name is Bree Biddick. I'm a senior at Vista Ridge High School and will be attending Angelo State University in the fall to pursue my degree in accounting as well as continuing my soccer career. I'm very, very excited for this opportunity to speak to y'all today about impact. To start off, what is impact? Impact is defined in the dictionary as having a strong effect on someone or something. An impact can be small, big, temporary, everlasting. An impact is making someone or something think or feel differently. We have all faced our own impacts in our lives that have transformed us into the people that we are today. For me, I have come in contact with many, many people through schools, sports, and church. I have encountered many coaches and players and classmates, but the people and events that have impacted me the most have come from my church community and from mission trips. For the last few years, I have attended a mission trip called Mountaintop. I'm sure if you're familiar with the youth program here at Bethany, you have heard about Mountaintop on many occasions. Mountaintop is a 10-day mission trip where we go to the Cumberland Mountains in Tennessee and have the opportunity to go out into the community there and serve the people in need. We focus a lot on home repairment, but we also do tend to their spiritual and emotional needs as well. Going on this trip, you were able to see living situations you wouldn't really consider livable. Holes in the roof, holes in the walls, holes in the floor, um, a lot of people didn't have running water or bathrooms. On my first time going, I was amazed by how these people were surviving in these houses. On my last year going, I was with my group on our way to our work site when we got lost. Our GPS wasn't working because we didn't have service. And on that particular day, our directions consisted of telling us to turn right at the big tree with the squarish rock. Being in the middle of the forest, the turns did get a little difficult and confusing, but getting lost actually turned into a really impactful event in my life. We were going down this gravel road where we passed by this rundown mobile home. Out in the front yard area, there was these kids playing soccer with a cardboard box. And they were so genuinely happy. In that moment, a lot of things came to mind. We were always taught as kids and as people that money and materialistic items don't buy us happiness. But I truly believe a lot of people still fail to believe that. But seeing those kids having the time of their lives in front of a house I couldn't even imagine surviving in really made me think of all the things I've taken for granted. If you've ever had a chance to go on this trip, you know everyone that we meet and talk to are the most loving people you'll ever meet in, the in your entire life. These people's faith is just spilling out of them. It really seems like they don't have a worry in the world because they're putting all their love and faith into Christ. Coming home from this trip every year, I'm so thankful for everything I have in my, in my life. Not only my shower or the food in the fridge, but also having family and friends to talk to. Something as little as little kids playing out in the front yard made a big impact on my life and changed the ways that I'm thankful for things. We could flip this and think, how do we make an impact on other people? Something so small can really change someone's life. Every single action we take can be an impact for other people. 
even things that are so small living like a christian showing people the light of the love and light of christ we are made and born to make an impact god and this church have created endless opportunities to leave an impact in this world um something so small can be the catalyst for something life and world changing i highly highly encourage you to seek out different ways you're able to make an impact, um, not only in our community, but around the world. For example, recently with the coronavirus, a lot of um, things have opened up where you could donate financially, uh, but also donating canned foods to your local food pantry, things like that. Even, even if you think it's small, small things add up to be something big. And that being said, we're such a close-knit group at this church. If we all work together in the light of Christ, like we could do something unimaginable. We can accomplish things and so many people's lives could be changed. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak to y'all today. I really hope y'all seek out ways to make an impact and I hope y'all stay safe. Hi, I'm Joel Bradle and I'm a senior at Round Rock High School. I'd like to start with a word of prayer. So would you please bow your heads and pray with me? Dear God, thank you for bringing us together, not physically, but in spirit. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share your word, and please let your words flow from my mouth. Amen. The topic we were asked to talk about today was impact, which to me is how one action or event can largely affect or even completely change a person or community. The COVID-19 pandemic has definitely impacted even day-to-day -day life for people across the world. There are so many horrible things this disease has brought, death, isolation, and loss, and that's basically all we hear about it. But while these things are horrible, I believe God will use it to impact the world in a positive way. It is hard being away from our routine and being separated from our loved ones. However, God is always with us even in the loneliest of times. Isaiah 41.10 says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. This verse shows that God is with us even in this frightening and lonely time. We can use this time of separation from people to become closer with the Lord. Whether, whenever you find yourself feeling lonely, use that time to build your relationship with God. Start a devotional, read the Bible, have prayer time, listen to worship music, whatever makes you feel close to God, do it. Whether it is loss of human connection, loss of an event you were looking forward to, loss of a loved one, loss of your normal life, we are all grieving some form of loss during this time. This is my senior year, and I'm missing out on my last time to be a high schooler. My last performances with my dance team that I've been with for seven years, and my team at school I've been with for two years, aren't able to happen. Maybe even my graduation. My last one's getting to go to school and seeing my classmates and friends. I don't get to have that. I know that it's a pretty small thing compared to a lot of other things people are dealing with. I still have food on my table. My family is healthy. Both my parents still have their jobs, but it is the loss that I'm feeling. Matthew 5.4 says, Blessed are the ones who mourn, for they will be comforted. I know that this may be hard to recognize, within this grief, but God is right here with us. He is grieving with us, and he is our hope and our comfort. One thing that we mourn is a sense of community. 
We are separated from many communities. I'm separated from my school, my dance teams, and worst of all, my church communities. However, despite the isolation of social distancing, our community has grown closer together. People are reaching out to each other via technology, supporting those who have lost their jobs and sharing in their blessings. People are having free online classes and resources just so others have an opportunity to find something that they get joy from. School districts are giving out resources, not just so students can continue their education, but so they can have food and keep up with their mental and physical health. My teachers and principals, even the superintendent, are sending out emails just to check on families and tell us we're in their prayers. All of my teachers are being very supportive and repeatedly telling their students to reach out to them with anything we need. There are so many people volunteering to help those who need it. This disease is a tragedy, but God has found a way to make the world a more compassionate place because of it. The community within this church has also grown stronger during this time. For me, going to church service, MIF, and sisterhood has been my foundation and has helped me stay strong in my faith during this time. My discipleship group sisterhood has been a huge part of my life the past three years and has brought me so much closer to the Lord and my sisters in Christ. This church has supported me so much throughout my 18 years of life and continues to do so during this time. I want to thank everyone who has been working hard to keep us connected. While we may be separated from each other physically, we are brought together through Christ. I challenge you to find communities to be a part of, as well as having time alone with God. I know God is with each and every one of us during this time and always, whether we choose to recognize it or not. Find comfort in Him and be His light of comfort in others. I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy. Reach out to people, stay strong in your faith, and wash your hands. Thank you.